Welcome to Vespertine. In today's episode, we'll be talking with Sophie Schultz, a German theatre and film practitioner. With her varied background in theatre, film, opera and radio, I wanted to ask her about how her experience has shaped her as an artist and a producer. She is also one of the founding members of Skull Theatre Group and a close friend of mine. She joins us now for a call all the way from her home city of Leipzig. So, um, thank you, Sophie. Thank you for uh, coming around um, for this interview. I know you've been a quite a busy woman, actually. It's been quite a busy summer for you. Um, yeah. you, you might tell us a bit more about it later on, exactly what you've been getting on to. But um, I would have just had done an in- intro right now talking about uh, somewhat of your background. Um, but maybe if you could tell us in brief words, kind of what you kind of identify as in terms of uh, in, in, in the realm of the artistic, I suppose. In the realm of the artistic, that's yes. uh, that's a really good way to put it. Yeah, <laughs> because I, think I feel so. like it's really, really hard to put like put a finger on like what you do as a creative because it's you're always kind of in a realm, as you said. Like yeah. you, you do many different things, and um, for me, it's like. I do music. I um I do film and theater. Um, so I'm part of Scald um yep. as a theater and film pr- practitioner. Mm-hmm. Um, I studied theater um in my like for my bachelor mm-hmm. uh, in York. Um, that's how we met. That is how we uh, met. Yeah. <laughs> just to remind you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um. But um, and then I um studied as my master. Um, I studied interactive film. Um, yes. so that's kind of a thing that I'm really interested in as well. Um, film, and mm-hmm. um, with music, it's just music making, but also um directing. So at one point, hopefully, I'm going to be a director for opera and uh, film. That's yeah. kind of and maybe theater as well. That um, is the goal. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I, I especially yes. with with Scald, as I think we all have uh, in terms of working on specifically recently, we've kind of taken on the role of producer, and we might go into further detail what you've been doing currently as for work, kind of surrounding that. But let's let's kind of delve deep into why you've chosen to go sort of all over the place with this. Did you kind of realize uh, early on that you you were kind of open to tons of experiences and wanting to do and wanting to kind of have a diverse uh flow of um uh of, of, of expression such as you know theater music film whatever I feel like it's it's very much about like everything influencing each other like yeah. um there is no or little films uh that can deal without music for example or mm-hmm. um or even if you have a film that has nothing like that that has no film music um you still have a certain rhythm yeah. so like of cuts and things like that so there's there's usually some connection between that the same with theater um yeah. and and i feel like film and theater i mean film kind of came from theater so there is that and I feel like especially when you're in like the performing arts um Mm -hmm. there's always a connection there's always some kind of link or even even if you're a writer there's 
tons of books there's that 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 made it like on stage or <laughs> yeah that yeah. were made into a film yeah or even like adaptations or like stories come from the same place and from the same yeah from from they have the same origin exactly and, and there's like a sort of that's, a, yeah yeah sort of a cross-pollination of one thing affects the other and like you say whether it be adaptation or or anything of these sorts of things that they, they they kind of adapt in different ways and obviously that's where the specialties kind of come through but you know to talk about myself here for a bit that's that's something that i've also um uh been experiencing as well wanting to kind of have different tools in my in my toolbox and i think there was um i might even have her on at some point uh but i was speaking to a a dutch writer uh that i met and and we were speaking about writing and she 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 described herself as a multidisciplinarian which when she said that was like that is exactly what i would identify as as well like um someone who kind of who 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 wants to kind of do everything but for the same reason of kind of bringing it all together in some form or another now um you say you went to we obviously met in York at the University of yeah. York um, <laughs> in, on the theater department. Um, why? What, you'd, you'd had probably some experiences growing up as a kid in terms of wanting, you know, an artistic, whether that be theater or whatnot. But uh, what drew you to um, wanting to go to England specifically? And then also, what was it about? Because you did your master's in, um, in Germany. Am I mistaken or... No, no, no. Um, in in York as well. Oh, it was a continuation. Okay, so yeah. it was. But well, you yeah. were in Germany at the time, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, so. like at the end, towards the end of. Yes. Um, basically, just writing my dissertation. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's why I was confused. You can do that yeah. <laughs> exactly at this point. Exactly. So, um, so there was a continuation there in both your your ambition for theater, but also in film. What was it about uh, England in general that you wanted to to kind of have that experience in? That's a really interesting question. And I think it, that you, you might agree with me there as well, um, that England has, first of all, an, an incredible uh, tradition, um, yeah. a theatre tradition and film tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was obviously like one of the reasons why I thought, yeah, um, it's it's the perfect place. Um, for me as a as a German, it was good to like kind of push myself a little bit to to do something in English because I knew that um doing in like a degree in England um will definitely look better on my CV probably <laughs> like yeah. being able to say and I I can see it now like people are actually quite happy when I say that I'm more or less fluent in English, yeah. um. Which is surprising for me because I feel like most people, young are, people our yeah. age, speak English. But <laughs> exactly, I feel like, yeah. on, like if you if you say you've studied there, it kind of it's like, oh yeah, so you're fluent yeah. in English. So um, yeah, that kind of I think that how like that was one of the reasons as well. And it's just I feel like um, especially with York, it's just such a gorgeous city that combines tradition, but also. Um, new and like innovations and um, yeah and it has such a rich tradition as well what um, like and many theatres and many opportunities as as a student you have so many opportunities to do 
to be involved in society to do kind yeah. of whatever you you want like in yeah. in any area if it's sport if it's yeah if it's music or like performing something that there's something for for everyone yeah and um yeah yeah well I, the thing is because and that's also what i got from it and i think that uh from what i've seen of your work in germany that you're currently doing now and um we might go into that in a bit but what i see is that you you want to take part in those opportunities to kind of get 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 the art out there to the masses and essentially and uh, particularly with opera which is probably the next thing we'll be discussing <laughs> opera which uh, has unique ways of expressing itself and unique uh, uh, particularities about it um that may be a bit of a niche but has been a staple hold in the art scene for a long time and particularly then in germany if i mean you may know about it more but but then what does this connection with with opera and um and maybe you could kind of tell us what happened after the university because it is a has yeah. a bit of a circular emotion with and that connect, connects to your um to your mother actually yes yeah and it's it's funny because it's kind of um it's a it's kind of also answering the question that you were um asking me before about like the origins and like where I kind of started out with with um being creative yeah <laughs> it actually came from music um so I sang in a choir and I was always interested in in opera there they're like some little stories of me as a child like watching an opera and just um being so immersed into it that I would more or less jump up like jump up <laughs> and um and try to participate in the <laughs> opera, which, uh, yeah, um, some people found amusing, some people yeah. probably didn't, but um, no. <laughs> yeah, we know the kind of elitism sometimes that surrounds opera, which is not necessarily a good thing, but um, no, yeah, no, that's that's kind of that's that's another reason why I I, I, I like opera because I want to make it more like there's so much possibility and so much like so many opportunities to make it available for the masses or for for more people um and operas yeah it's just it's a fun thing it's yeah. it's a it's spectacle just, it yeah. can be silly and it can be it can be heartwarming and it can be it can be all the things that that all the other performance based um medias do as well um exactly and it's like it's just yeah musical but a bit older (laughs) yeah exactly not even not even older they're modern operas as well so um yeah yeah. well it's the Um, art of the it's the art of the spectacle that i think that with theater for example the word of something being theatrical comes from where we are kind of catered to a uh, sort of a curated view of a story being told or an event being presented. And there is... And if a... something is operatic, yeah. it's usually like something a bit more pompous. And yes, a bit more, exactly. I don't know. But it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. It can be very, very still as well. Like yes. not still. No, but for, but, you for know the exact what I mean. same like, reasons, yeah, for the exact calm. same reasons, and there there are there are variations of what you can do with theater, for example, because when a lot of people yeah. think about theater, they think about Shakespeare and they think about people in tights and all these sorts of things. When obviously, <laughs> you know, we the, the the theater nerds know exactly what it is to 
have sort of engaging theater that can be on a very low budget, very low scale, but still, as you said, in the in the in the um, um, elements and the inspiration for that. Now, um, but what, what um, after your masters and after your um, after after saying goodbye to York uh, for the time being, because obviously you do work with um, me, myself, and um, and and Sam Armstrong and within Scald in producing stuff from there. But um, you took on a different sort of role, actually kind of very similar to this, actually, what I'm doing right now in, in interviewing, <laughs> um, which has led you into uh, kind of getting established a bit in, in Germany, what you do. Yeah. And um, how, how did that come about? So um, I started out as a freelance kind of freelance author. Um, which basically in, in German kind of means that you that you're kind of involved as well as um like with the radio. So I mm. kind of worked for for a radio station um surrounding classical music. Um so I did some interviews and um some little kind of podcasty episodes um about certain things about like yeah sometimes about um an opera or about like a composer or yeah um a new cd that was released um yeah. so things like that so it was like kind of um for the radio um and then i started to branch out a little bit um into tv as well so um i started writing some moderations um for t or for a um tv documentary kind of concerty mashup right yeah. <laughs> it's again that's um, sort of then... like tra- the 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 uh multidisciplinary is coming yeah. in and, and, and <laughs> kind of taking on that opportunity and finding themselves finding a bit of comfort yeah. in that and being oh a bit of freedom there yeah and now um it has led me to actually um do some um assistant directing mm-hmm. for another documentary kind of thing um also surrounding classical music I feel like that is kind of my um yeah the little niche that I'm 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 yeah working in at the moment it's like classical music um documentaries and things like that um but uh it's yeah I I feel like to come back to your kind of first question again um Mm. about the kind of what it is to be a creative and like to to do to experiment things with things I feel like it's not just like the curiosity of mashing up things and doing different things and looking into them it's also learning from them and something that I'm I'm really passionate about is education and is like community outreach and things like that but um I feel like that has a lot to do with kind of being aware what others do around you and what possibilities there are. And um, as a director, for example, you can't go without knowing what an actor does, in my opinion. Um, I know that some people might argue differently, but I feel like um, as much like if you know what the others do around you and what, things there are that you can do or maybe shouldn't do or that would help the other people around you um I feel like that then helps you a lot as a creative and I feel like that is something 
that especially as young creatives we should kind of strive for yeah to yeah should just try out things yeah. I know it's it comes from a privileged angle because not everyone has the opportunities and not everyone has the um also the money and the, the yeah to to do those kind of things and the resources mm-hmm. um and I feel very honored to be able to do these things and to be able to experiment with things um and I feel like that's something that I wish more people would be able to do and yeah. that would maybe on, on a sort of community yeah. level that's maybe that, that changes uh... it's yeah exactly yeah. and i think i think also what um, you refer- and that's something yeah. i feel like um to come back to another question yes, of yours yes, with yes, england yes. yeah um i feel like that's something that england does quite well because there's a lot of in school you can do drama um there are a lot of um community theaters um you have quite a few opportunities if you want to take them um to experiment with things of course it's not available i just again want to emphasize emphasize that um yes that it's still not everyone can do it um but i feel like there are more opportunities than um in other places and that's another thing that i really admired about england um and coming in there and um yeah 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 being able to witness that Exactly. I think what you spoke of earlier was um, of, of knowing what an actor does to be able to kind of handle them, essentially. And I think it just comes down to a sort of almost logistical point of kind of carrying things onward. And because um, I think what a lot and of streamlining people... and streamlining, I think it's yes. streamlining, you're streamlining th- um, things so much more. And I think especially as a young creative where you don't have like yeah the budget sometimes for your short film or for your for your play or something like that you then you're then able to kind of streamline the processes a little bit more if you know more about everything around you yeah yeah and that that comes with practice that comes with practice um and i think that no matter what field you're in the more you do the more you learn as you were saying earlier now um because um, you have this experience now within the classical world, which, as you say, is a bit of a niche, and even on top of that, opera being as well, but also within Germany as a, um, I mean, coming from the, the national radio there, talking about uh, classical music, what what do you feel in terms of, uh, because because we as, we as theater students know that in German theater, there's a lot of progressive ways of kind of playing with the format and all these sorts of things. And uh, I mean, there's been mm-hmm. a great tradition in German films to, to, to try and do that as well. But um, I think that, I mean, what, what, what can you tell us about uh, coming from such a, maybe a sort of a traditional that could be seen as an almost conservative element to art, that is in Germany. Um, how has that evolved? And and also, what do you think about it? Come and then trying to do something different with it, essentially. Oh, this is very interesting because yes, of course, there's a lot of tradition and a lot of um, orientation on like established things, um, especially when you look into opera, for example. But I feel like, especially with theater there is a new tendency 
<laughs> or there was a new tendency of like quite being quite radical with things and just doing um things a little bit more um experimental let's say like that um there's some good approaches yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's not always my cup of tea um I have to admit there's some sometimes sometimes not necessarily reasoning behind some things I think yeah. it's more like let's just break the rules break them all no matter if it makes sense or not um let's right. just break the rules um and I feel like yeah it's not it's not something that I would always strive for and it's not necessarily something that I I want to do but I no. feel like there's so many other um so many good examples as well like um that are informed um and that do things that are very yeah yeah and how, how is that founded on it exactly educational things and how is how yeah, is how good. is having kind of experienced that and 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 then within as, as we were talking earlier sort of a very traditional sense in 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 classical music and in um and in opera do you feel a sense that more could be done or or i does wish it... more would be done yeah in terms of are you talking about elitism and like i guess i guess it is but it's just also like um it's not even about that i think it's just like oh no but this when people look at an art form they think no it's but it's supposed to be that it's it's kind of like how you have apologies somewhat um disturbed individuals who think that for example that rap music isn't really music um because it's it's not it doesn't adhere to something that mm. is like oh but that isn't music because it isn't this and this and therefore it's something completely else you know when in reality it is just as valid as a as a genre yeah. as as anything else and therefore like um because because classical music for example has evolved and is being used in different genres all over, whether that be through disco yeah. or pop music or or even rap as well. You know that that it kind of evolves, but it's always the same couple of strings. And uh, you know, and and so and so, what I'm saying is that within Germany itself, like, or from what you've kind of uh, seen, like, what is the attitude of that being um, kind of tested a bit? And and again, like you said, you wanting to see something different from that. I feel like like the thing is because classical music has existed or like is something from the past um there are certain elements that you obviously can't change um the music is there uh you can't really change the music mm. um but you can change the approach of um making it available to everyone um and make it more not fun or interesting because I feel like there are already people out there that really do love classical music and or that listen to it because it calms them down while studying for example like the, that's already like engagement with the form of classical music yeah um what I think needs to change is that attitude of some people um I'm not <laughs> going to say the um, all the generation but um, no yeah unfortunately it's sometimes the older generation I don't want to put everyone in that box no, and yeah. um 
there might also be younger people but like that kind of looking down on people that I wish would change and I feel like but I feel like that's something that theatre um is confronted with as well like when you when you hear some people talk about something like some people when when they go to a premiere for example and someone walks around in jeans why is that something bad the person yeah. is engaging with it and is having fun and is enjoying it and just because they're not wearing a suit um doesn't mean that yeah. they shouldn't be there like no yeah it's, and it's... that 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 kind of attitude is like something that I wish would change um and I feel like as soon as that would change it would make it all all better and yeah. I feel like more people might be interested in actually being part of of it because yeah. or engaging with it because I feel like it's as soon yeah as soon as that kind of snobby snobbish behavior is gone um I feel like that yeah would just make it yeah. all a bit I, I think I think I think welcoming. um yeah I think in terms of that it's it's and that, that is actually a very interesting thing because I mean I've I've gone to the theater in jeans but with it sort of like you know my my I, I I'm not looking like I just came off from a from work do you know what i mean like and i think that i think mm. that the idea of jeans as well which is kind of the working man's uniform um being presented in a theater space which is even though it's you know with some you know elite individuals shall we say is at the end of the day a ground for the people of the country and all these sorts of things or the or the city or whatever to ex to you know to express themselves and to enjoy a, a local tradition, which is to tell stories and to um, relate to the and masses these emotions. And it's also about like, I feel like it's just how you feel comfortable, and that's yeah. something that we should like in general just be more um, open to to just let others be comfortable how yeah. they want to be comfortable, um, and not like put something or push something on them and be like this is how you have to dress or this is how you what you have to do when you go there and do this because everyone is kind of everyone everyone feels comfortable differently yeah like exactly. some people might feel comfortable wearing a lovely long dress and they can afford it and whatever um but other people would just not feel good in a long yeah show, show up and, show up in a hoodie for a yeah. premiere and uh, kind of get within that sort of the comfort as you say seriously as long as you enjoy what's happening exactly. and as long as you're there and want to participate and want to be like want to be in the room do whatever like not do whatever you want no, but, no yeah yeah but dress and dress and like it, the, 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 the theater or this open space where people in the community are engaging with local art or art that is being presented locally it is it is invited for everybody to enjoy and i think that um, this is kind of touching into the, the next question that i have this, I think, is not just in within Germany or within Europe, but it's kind of a universal type thing as well. Um, and um, I guess what, like, come kind of my, my last thing that I'd like to ask is, having experienced um, 
now both in both in Germany and then in England in particular what sort of uh, differences do you feel are are present and what can kind of change in sort of short terms what what what, what could change about the um the attitude towards art in both countries or particularly theater let's that make it let's make it a bit big, succinct that's, yeah that's a very <laughs> very hard question um <laughs> Just based on your personal experience, yeah. I feel like it has a lot to do with mentality. And I don't want to say, like, what mentality I prefer or, like, what I think, um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) what the mentality of uh, those, especially those two countries is. But I feel like um, in art and in, yeah, in, in in all aspects that, are surrounded by society the art that is made how people handle it how it's perceived by the masses by politicians by yeah people who can fund um it has to do with mentality a lot um and i feel like art in general is in every country often overlooked um it's value um it's like oh it's just something you do on the side you know like Mm -hmm. yeah it's not seen as something serious or as serious as it is or necessary Um, really because necessary even after covid after people have yeah watched films listened to music more than ever before have missed going to a concert to a theater an opera house um even after that it has not really changed but i feel like um and i hope it is going to change um as soon as people realize that you for example you can't get art necessarily from an ai in the same way that you can get art from a person because there's always the emotion behind it and I feel like that as soon as people might realize that their that emotion is necessary for especially for art mm-hmm. um artists themselves might get more valued and I hope I hope I'm right there yeah I think um, so yeah <laughs> I hope I'm right there because it would be a shame if yeah if art is just dismantled more and more and especially for young people who want to do art um there's so many opportunities out there um but there's often little guidance and I feel like I hope that with this podcast as well with like talking about these kind of things um about like how people got to to where they are as young artists Mm -hmm. um I just hope that people get inspired that people might feel like that's something they want to do um and that they get some guidance because as I said you can do you can publish everywhere like you can use TikTok to do little videos things like that you can basically be creative um there but it's never seen as a job so for people who actually, because it's like something you do on the side, basically your TikTok yeah. videos and things. Yeah. Um, but for people who actually want to pursue it, it's actually quite hard because you don't know how to 
how to get into the industry, how to do certain things, what do you need to do, what are the steps that you need to take. And I feel like, yeah, I hope that this I'm sorry, I'm literally just waffling about no, it. No, like no, no, of, no. This uh, is this is but... good. This is this is Trevor's exactly in the way but, that I yeah. wanted it because at the end of the day, as you were saying, we're kind of fighting against the machines of taking over the sort of the last bastion of 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 what us humans can consider irreplaceable in terms of the human experience, which is the artist. And I feel that you've kind of talked about it exactly in terms of that, even though that's kind of going on right now where you have multi-million dollar movie studios threatening to just not pay writers or actors because they feel like they can just kind of shift the the jobs over to to artificial intelligence. I think at the end of the day, people kind of don't realize the fact that this is supposed to be made by us for us it, that's the point it isn't necessarily by like, the community for the community yes exactly this is for this is it an entertainment in itself to create this and it is a sort of something to kind of get out there now the final thing that i want to say just before we get out of time is um what is your favorite opera or your most or the opera that you feel is the most underrated and should get more of uh of applause Oh, this may God. Be a really uh, if people question. could see me right now, I'm literally I'm freaking out because oh, that's uh, that's such a hard question. Yeah. Um, oh my God, you yeah. caught me off guard there. Um, <laughs> um, the opera that is most oh my, Rayen, no, yes, I know, I, I know, but this is, this is a... I'm so sorry, I'm literally right. I'm butchering what... the end of this. Well, of, well of name. This. <laughs> Well, name basically the 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 your favorite one, and tell us like why it is your favorite and why people aren't okay. talking about okay. it or something. I don't know. I have I have a favorite one. It's yeah. quite famous, and yes, no, I'm I'm not I'm not holding back there because um, it's the magic flute, but it's because mm. I've got quite a, like a lot of connections to it um, yeah. as a child. Uh, I just wanted to be like Papageno. That was right. my my biggest <laughs> idol next to Mozart, who actually wrote the opera. Oh, wrote um, that, yeah. So these two were like my heroes um, as a child. So that's how I have this, like, I have that. It's just a magical little yeah. thing. And like, yeah, sometimes and, you need that little magic yeah. in your life again. And that know? is exactly, I think that's a really good uh, line to end on. Sometimes you just need a little magic in your life. And that is why you go to the theater, you go to see these shows, yeah. you go to experience music on a live stage because this is a form of magic that we can perform and that is digestible and something that we can get something from on a deeper level that isn't just pure An artist or... as a magician. Yes, exactly. Just, yeah, an artist is just a magician. Like mm. for okay, no, now I'm I need to stop. Like stop me here. <laughs> well, that is definitely the end. It was, um it was <laughs> but anyways that i i want to thank you uh immensely for for coming on uh thank Sophie. you so much and uh, you've been you've been wonderful as always we will uh talk at a later time but for for this particular interview that is the end for us now so uh yes thank you very much thank you for having me and thank you for doing this and uh yeah um and to everyone out there just do do art do creative things be creative and yeah and and enjoy the little magic in your life <laughs> go go get it thank you very much bye now.